Hello, and welcome to the Shadowlight Podcast. I'm your host, Larissa Bell. At Shadowlight, I help empaths and highly sensitive people understand their sensitivity as their greatest strength so that they can build a life that feels good to live. On our podcast, we explore themes like self-discovery, body wisdom, living in alignment, boundary setting, and prioritizing well-being. Take a few deep breaths, relax any tension from your body, and let's get started. Hello, listeners. Thank you for joining me for a solo episode. I'm imagining you taking a seat next to me in our comfy chairs as we settle in for a casual chat between friends. We're in beautiful Bend, Oregon on a gorgeous June day, and I can hear the birds chirping outside my window. I'm so happy we get to spend some time together. Today, I wanted to frame up the themes I chose for this season of the Shadowlight podcast. I'll share what they mean to me and the role they've played in my journey, and I'll leave you with some practical tips for how you can get started with them today. There are so many topics I could have included, so I chose five themes that splinter off into tons of different subtopics. This season, we'll explore self-discovery, setting boundaries, prioritizing well-being, body wisdom, and living in alignment. Let's start by talking about boundaries. Boundary setting is a key part of protecting our energy, overcoming people-pleasing tendencies, and preventing overwhelm and overstimulation. I have a workshop all about boundaries that you can purchase on my website if you're interested in doing a super deep dive. Boundary setting has played a major role in my finally getting to live my life on my own terms, because I spent so much of my life saying yes to everything and everyone. This happened for a variety of reasons. I was an especially permeable kid, and I didn't have a strong sense of self yet. I grew up in a pretty laissez-faire household without strict boundaries, and we also didn't have conversations about them. And I just came to some early conclusions about how I needed to behave that weren't really based on fact. There's also the reality that women receive social conditioning to nurture and care for others and are kind of trained to put themselves last as a part of being a good person. So the specific recipe of ingredients I grew up with led to me becoming a fully-fledged people-pleaser, something that caused a lot of damage in my life and that I've worked hard for years to dismantle. Without boundaries, I said yes to everything and everyone because I thought that was just a part of being a good friend, daughter, girlfriend, etc. I also had this fear that if I said no, that I would miss out on things or the invitations and opportunities would stop coming my way. So I would fill my life to max capacity and drain myself of energy constantly. At its worst, I would say yes to things that I genuinely didn't want to do. One especially detrimental dimension of lacking boundaries is the decisions that I made that had to do with my own body. That looked like accepting drinks when I didn't actually want to get drunk, eating foods that were offered to me that I didn't actually want to put in my body because I didn't want to be perceived as rude for turning them down, and saying yes to sexual partners that I wasn't actually interested in because I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Every time I said yes when I meant no was like an act of self-abandonment. And when there's no delineation between what I say yes and no to, it makes it extremely hard to sustain a connection to my sense of self. If I'm busy being whatever the world wants me to be in the moment, then who the fuck am I? Now, I'm extremely selective about who and what I give my energy to. It's taken a long time for me to make this shift, And it's happened through small steps, trial and error, breaking promises to myself, 
and being painfully honest about what's serving me and what is not. I've had to release some relationships and totally restructure others. I've had to reintroduce myself to my partner of 10 years without the agreeable nature that I had when he first fell in love with me. It's been a slow path, but it's been pivotal for me to construct the life that I actually want to be living. And it's allowed me to transform the way I feel in my body and about myself now that I'm not wasting all of my energy, putting myself in harm's way, or saying yes to unnecessarily draining or damaging experiences. I have more energy to spend on myself. I present the real me in my relationships and I feel seen and recognized. And I have a deeper sense of trust and confidence in my own ability to care for myself. If you'd like to get started on the process of setting healthy boundaries today, here's an exercise you can try out. Reflect on your day-to-day life and scan for any parts of your experiences that make you feel uncomfortable or like you need to compromise yourself, your values, or what's important to you. Is there anywhere that you feel like you're going against what feels natural to you? Betraying yourself, hiding yourself, or making yourself small? This helps highlight where a boundary is needed. Setting boundaries is essentially identifying what makes us feel drained or unhappy, and to the best of our ability, limiting our exposure to it or redefining the ways that we interact with it as a way to respect ourselves and our needs. Check out my workshop, Becoming a Boundary Boss, if you'd like more information. Now, let's explore body wisdom. This can point to a lot of different things, like somatic awareness, the body-based techniques that help us tap into our intuition, and nervous system regulation that allows us to quiet our systems enough to notice what's true for us. Personally, I ignored my body signals for many years. Like I said before, I didn't have a strong sense of self as a kid. And I just didn't trust that I had any of the answers that I was so desperately seeking. Body wisdom refers to the fact that we actually contain pretty much all of the answers and directions we need within our body systems. The world around us is so very noisy and it bombards us with competing information that can make it impossible to notice our body signals and messages that it's sending to us at all times. And for me, I racked up so much conditioning from external messages that I could hardly discern my own voice from the voices of other people. I was so used to defaulting to doing what was expected of me that I grew very disconnected from my intuition, my desires, and my own original insights. Here's the thing. If we repeatedly ignore our body's messages, those messages grow quiet and hard to make out but it is absolutely possible to strengthen them over time. I've gotten the question, how do I trust my gut, pretty often, so I wanted to break down the general process that has helped me progress in that area. First, you need to understand that your body has all of these really effective systems that exist to help you live. One of them is your intuition, which we can also refer to as your gut instincts or your inner sense of direction. Alongside the logic, the data, the objective information that we can gather from the external world, our gut gives us the subjective information of what is right for us. You can sharpen your intuition by creating a habit of giving yourself space for those messages and signals to be noticed by you in the first place, and then, and this is important, acting on those messages. 
now that I give myself space to notice the messages through regularly scheduled alone time and mindfulness in day-to-day interactions, I get to use them as a compass to base my decisions off of. Here's a way that you can get started today. Slow down enough to notice your emotional or physical responses to your experiences. Just notice them. A super simple mindfulness tool is the mindful pause, where we give ourselves an intentional pause between stimulus and response. It breaks the habit of reacting automatically, and it forces us to be present with what we're feeling before we choose how to respond. What is your physical or emotional response when presented with an invitation or having a certain experience? What do you feel? Start by getting curious about what feels like a yes and what feels like a no. And challenge yourself to follow that instinct, even if it goes against what someone else expects of you. Let's explore prioritizing well-being. This has to do with the trade-offs we make, how we prioritize what's important to us, and understanding the importance of rest, pleasure, and play in our lives. And there's two parts to this, the well-being part and the prioritizing part. First, we need to think about what our well-being is so that we know what we're actually talking about. Your well-being includes things like your physical health and energy levels, your emotional health, how you're respecting yourself, and whether or not you're doing things that bring you joy and pleasure in your life. It looks different for everyone, but it essentially boils down to our quality of life and whether we're living the most healthy and authentic expression of our lives. Let's talk about prioritization. We're constantly making trade-offs in our daily decision-making. When we say yes to one thing, it typically entails saying no to something else. And we only have so much energy each day, and there's a limit to what we can spend our energy on. You have to be willing to say no to certain things so that you can focus your energy on what's most important to you in the moment. For many sensitive humans, especially folks who have people-pleasing tendencies, it's common for us to spend all of our energy on other people and to have none left for ourselves at the end of the day. Many of us have been conditioned to prioritize other things at the expense of our well-being. Instead, what would it feel like to prioritize your well-being at the expense of other things? Because here's the thing, society has a funny way of making us feel like it's selfish to prioritize ourselves. But that's not an objective fact, it's simply an opinion that a lot of people have internalized. And when we take excellent care of ourselves and enjoy our lives, we actually become better resourced to take care of others. When I prioritize my well-being, I'm able to show up for other people with more energy and presence than if I was running on energetic fumes, which I used to do all the time. Here's how you can get started today. Reflect on what you need most right now to support your well-being. Is it rest, play, to connect with people, solitude? Once you have a sense of what you need, literally take out your calendar and schedule it in. Know that life isn't just going to create that opportunity for you. You have to make it a priority. Once it's scheduled, don't book over it. Treat it with the same respect you would an important commitment to someone else. Let's get into self-discovery. This includes building self-trust, honing your natural strengths, getting clear on what you really desire from life, and exploring your personal purpose. I was a very permeable child and always looked externally to learn who I was supposed to be and how I was supposed to live my life. I racked up a ton of conditioning that influenced 
how I presented myself to others, and the choices that I made. It led me to feeling really disconnected from the life that I had built. Then I had to decondition and deconstruct all these limiting beliefs and habits that had been with me for years that didn't feel authentic to me. I then had to figure out who I really was. Who am I when I strip away all of these layers of things that I took on because I thought I had to? Once you shed all of the patterns that you picked up that made you feel like you had to be a certain kind of person, it's normal to be left with blank space in place of what you used to know. Then you simply have an opportunity to get to know yourself through a more honest lens. I have a whole section on self-discovery in my program, The Empowered Empath, with a bunch of lessons and tools to support this process. So check it out on my website if you're interested. If you want to embark on the process of self-discovery today, here's how you can get started. Get curious as you move through your day and notice what genuinely lights you up, what makes you feel like you're in flow when you're doing it, what comes naturally to you, or what you're drawn towards. And notice the things you do just because you feel like you should or must do them. The things that make you drag your feet to get started or that you dissociate during because you don't actually want to be doing it. Those may be connected to how you were conditioned. Let's chat about living in alignment. This connects to topics like values-based living, following your inner direction, and living life on purpose. The best way I can express what it means to live in alignment is to acknowledge its opposite, which is the way that so many people live their lives now. They have no system or compass that guides them. They make their decisions based on fleeting rationale or simply do it to meet external expectations. And the way they build their lives has nothing to do with their natural strengths, core values, or personal desires. Living in alignment requires you to establish something that you can base your decisions off of. It's like creating a process or a system for yourself so that you can stay on track with the way that you want to be living. It can look many different ways, but common compasses you can create for yourself are discovering personal values, your highest priorities, or your life goals, and measuring your actions and decisions against those. A question that I've received often is, how can I trust my own decisions? I keep going back and forth, even after I've made a call. When you establish a, a compass for yourself, you're not left wondering whether you made the right choice or not, because you know that even if your choice doesn't feel perfectly right, it still aligns with something that is genuinely important to you. For those who get stuck in this decision paralysis when life is pulling you in a lot of different directions, I want you to consider a few things. There are not right or wrong answers or paths that you can take in life, so please take that pressure off of yourself. Let your intuition and how a choice feels play a role in your decision-making, not just your brain, your logic, or the expectations of others. Understand our human tendency to catastrophize, even in big decisions like which college to go to, which absolutely consumed me when I had to make that choice earlier in my life, they just don't make that much of a difference later down the road. There is no right or wrong decision to make. There is only what is right or wrong for you in the moment. Here's how you can get started with this today. Ask yourself, what's my highest priority today, this week, this month, or this year? It doesn't matter how far out you go. Just go with the one that makes the most sense for you right now. As you move through your life, taking action and making decisions, Use this priority 
to guide what you say yes and no to. If my priority is taking great care of my health and my body, and I've just been invited to go out for drinks with friends for a third night in a row, I might ask myself, would doing so align with or go against my priority? Does it move me closer to or further away from my goals? These are juicy topics, and I hope you'll stay tuned for the full season where I interview coaches, teachers, and guides that have made an impact on my life about these themes and so much more. I'm sending you a big hug, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend, like, and subscribe. Helping us a little goes a very long way. If you find our content valuable and would like to deepen your journey, I invite you to join my program, The Empowered Empath. Inside, you'll receive lifetime access to information, community, and live support from me to help you embrace your sensitivity, feel more grounded in your body, clarify your understanding of who you are and what you want from life, and gain a set of tools to help you live in alignment with your values and desires. Follow the link in the show notes to learn more and join us today.